This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. everybody welcome to terror talk with shannon and kathy happy horror <laughs> happy horror to you as well that's with an h not a w is that like good morrow like in shakespeare yes. happy horror happy horror that's our version of it well you know it's it's <laughs> april right we're in april it is it which is. means we just have a couple more months till we're back at monster palooza and i'm very excited i'm very excited too. keep seeing like people getting added to it and mm-hmm we went last year and we learned some things about like how we like to approach it. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I think one of the things we really enjoyed is that sort of like having the photo ops and stuff that we wanted to do sort of on the same day or similar times or whatever, you know, we could just like kind of get that out of the way, but then having Sunday to do whatever, I don't know. We just figured out sort of our pacing we also figured out that it wasn't a good idea to go off-site to get food and spend two hours in line to get tacos. Yes. We decided that wasn't a good idea. That wasn't a good idea. <laughs> we're also not going to do as many, you know, pictures this year, which will keep us open. We're talking about photos with... We have a couple of ones we're excited we about, but... Um, I have I have three, actually. <laughs> I bought... So, there's that. We have just as many as yeah. we had last year, but I know what they are now. I yeah. think it's more like, okay, I know what that is. And, and how they handle it if they do it the same way. And how they handle it. And then, you know, you can just get in random lines too and get other things from other people, which I you? which I didn't know. So you bought some too, you said? Oh, I was going to say, um, no, just there's there's really great vendors there. Yeah. And I bought some really great artwork last year. And did. Um, so I'm excited. I know we like to leave like the last day and a half for shopping and we go all nuts. It's like a set horror version of Disneyland. Well, in this time we got tickets for the whole weekend. Uh-huh. So it's Friday night as well, uh-huh. which we didn't have that last time. And I feel like maybe that gives us a little room as sure. well. Cause yeah. Friday night you can just kind of like walk around and look get the, the whole lay of the land and look at the shush. Yeah. Very exciting. And our hotel is like right across the street. <laughs> yeah. We did it better. We, we did it better. We learned. And we'll tell you how to do it better. <laughs> If you want to know. So I am excited. Cool. Because you know that I love universal horror. Yeah. And I'm actually really excited for Ryan Gosling's version of the Wolfman that's coming out. So he's been working on the project for a couple of years, but it's through Universal. It hasn't been done since 2010 with Benicio Del Toro. A lot of people didn't like that version. I actually really did because it was, I think people forget that the original Universal Wolfman is a very slow burn 
And it's also a very tragic story. Yeah. But they used a lot of the same makeup and all of that that they did back, you know, at the original. So I'm curious what Universal will do with it because it's been, you know, near almost 15 years since they've done this. I like a good Wolfman movie and I like yeah. the original Wolfman story, but he would not be someone I would pick for this part. So I'm interested in he appears really excited about it and they've been working on it. COVID obviously put so much on hold, so yeah. they don't have a release date yet, but he's our next um, Wolfman. I'm excited for that. Mm -hmm. So is this the same movie that Danny Trejo is in? No, no, this is a different one. Right? This is a different one. Cause I you mentioned yeah. Wolf and now I want to tell now There's I want to mention one. Now I yeah. want to mention that one. So I'll mention it. It's called the curse of Wolf mountain yes. and it's with Danny Trejo and Tobin bell and it's an action horror movie. So let me just, since you mentioned it, I'll okay. mention this one. So uncorked entertainment, which is, if you know, you know, uh, has set the upcoming horror movie, the curse of Wolf mountain for digital and DVD release in May. So that'll be cool. It's a, uh, David Lipper directed this one and I'm, I just like Danny. I just like Danny. I do too. I, He's I mean, fun. You put Danny Trejo on, on a movie and I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll go watch that. So in this film, a man stars starts to have vivid dreams about his parents' death and decides to return to the remote mountain spot where they were killed with his brother and his brother's family. So mm -hmm. we'll just see what happens. I'm kind of excited about that. I am too. And I, I'm a fan of Tobin Bell as well. So nice. Yeah. I wanted to also mention two things. One is that one of our mini casts for our Patreon that I'm going to do coming up here is I'm just going to do a breakdown of everything that I'm excited about that's coming out in April because oh, there's cool. a lot of stuff. But I will mention one thing here on this show, which is a documentary because I thought you, you probably already read about it, but I want to make sure you knew about the living with Chucky documentary that's coming out oh. this month, actually on Screenbox digital in just a couple of days. Uh, we're recording pre-recording obviously, but as of April 4th, this will come out and it's got interviews with Jennifer Tilly and Alex Vincent. It's a horror doc, right? And so this is really about this living with Chucky and there I've seen the trailer and there's like the doll and it looks very emotional. It looks like it's sort of heartfelt and thoughtful and you wouldn't really think that necessarily mm -hmm. about the Chucky franchise, but the doc looks really good. So I'm really, and I'm going to get a hold of it and take a look because the special effects artists are there for you the know Chucky what, franchise. Uh, where it's streaming, what it's streaming on? Screenbox. Screenbox. Mm -hmm. Okay. And on digital, you can just rent it. Okay. Whatever, you know, prime, wherever you rent your stuff. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited about cool. that one. So hopefully okay. we'll both watch it and we'll talk about, talk it, about it at some point. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. But anyway, like I said, I'm going to talk about a bunch of stuff in our, in a mini cast for our Patreon, including two shark movies that are coming out. This oh, we're month. getting back into that season. So we'll be talking about that. Anyway, if you want to become a patron, uh, yeah, right on. So I think the next thing that we really want to do right now is a little thing that we like to call. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Horror facts with Kath. Oh, that's what you're talking about. Cool. Num number one. Mm. Which 90s horror movie won three Academy Awards? Cool. Number two. What was Freddy Krueger's name before he died? Was it the Springwood Mutilator, the Springwood Killer, or the Springwood Slasher? Okay. 
And we're going to be taking a picture with him. We are. That's one of our little pictures we're going to do. Number three, what occupational field developed the electric chair? Okay. Number four, on average, a drunk driver will drive this many times before their first arrest. Oh, wow. I wonder how they got that data. Yikes. Mm-hmm. Okay. This type of chili pepper is so hot, it could kill you by causing anaphylactic shock, burning your airways and closing them up. Yikes. You went down a few rabbit holes. Yeah, it's necessary. Because <laughs> I'll, I'll type in a word and then it'll take me <laughs> yeah, like all the way somewhere else. The internet rabbit hole is can be... I mean, if you are allowed to do it, like you obviously are, you're like, oh, I'm going to get my horror facts. That means I have unfettered access to go down every rabbit hole on the internet I want with permission. Yeah. Because, of course, we all I've do I've ended that. up in like circus freaks, <laughs> yeah. foot fungus, like, I mean, I, you name it, I'm there. <laughs> like, we've all done that. We just feel guilty about it. <laughs> I'm like, wow, I've been, yeah, there are some nights. You have permission. <laughs> there are some nights that I'm sitting there and I'm like, an hour later, I'm, I'm on like question two. I'm like, okay, pick something. Like, where, <laughs> what, where are we? <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. So I watched a really horrible movie called Freeze. 2022 that sounds familiar 90 minutes long the tagline is it's not just the frost that bites oh <laughs> no maybe not <laughs> horror thriller okay so the writer director charlie steeds made this movie on a rescue mission to the north pole to re retrieve an old friend and his lost expedition crew captain mortimer gets more than he bargained for when his ship is frozen into the ice sheet and set upon by bloodthirsty fish creatures, everyone. Mortimer and his surviving crew, <laughs> just remembering the fish creatures, oh, excuse God. me, flee the ship, beginning a treacherous journey to find safety in a frozen, desolate wilderness, suffering from starvation, of course, frostbite, of course, and a slow madness. They find shelter inside a snowy mountain, but are, but are they safe as they think, or have they entered the heart of the creature's lair? Well, yes. They did. You kind of remember like the land of the lost and the little fish, the little men in fish suits that were there. Yeah. Yeah. They, they were here. They were there. If you like. If you, All right. And they live in this cave. So the fish monsters and the crazy caveman, there's like a crazy caveman that like lives in the fish monster cave mm -hmm. and the fish monsters were fabulous. Like give me a fish monster any day. Okay. Like I do love a really, like I do love a, a, a creature and a cheesy creature, but I mean, they're not quite as bad as the land of the lost 1970s, whatever that movie was, mm -hmm. movie, those TV shows with the fishmen. Mm -hmm. not quite that bad. Okay. It's actually pretty good, but the script was really poor. And I mean, I feel like the actors did the best they could honestly, but it didn't go well. It was like a one and a half stars for me. But also, it's set in 1905, so I'm not, you know, a period drama, a period piece with fish monsters. Oh. Like, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> and the music, like, it was really, the music was very overdone. You know, there's this, like, a dramatic, you know, yeah. orchestral. Like, did, did it try to take itself too seriously? <laughs> was that part of the problem? Yeah, because then it just sort of ended up being mediocre. And that's never, you know, it wasn't like 
funny haha. It was just kind of like you don't you got to you have to commit one way or the other, I think. But like I said, like corny in the sense that like there's this caveman that was fucking amazing you know it was a little bit more bonkers than and there were fish monsters so like it's it was tedious and boring for me but the fish monsters were worth the watch if you want to just skip to that part okay the fish (laughs) monsters it's called freeze i'm gonna look up these monsters after i talk about this next okay great (laughs) what'd you see i think you saw this one and you may have spoken about it but it's uh the movie wounds Probably with Army Hammer and yeah, 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 okay, yeah. so I, I watched it. Oh, what did you think? Um, <laughs> God, you know, so I I had a love hate relationship with it because I mm-hmm. think that's fair. In from a horror, if I'm just if I was just watching this as a horror film, there's some really great horror elements as far mm-hmm. as like you know they even compare it to a Cronen Cronenberg nightmare. You know, like he it yeah. has a lot of the David Cronenberg type of gore and the Lovecraftian Mm -hmm. components to it. So let me read the description of it first. So Will, played by Hammer, works in a New Orleans bar called Rosie's, where he seems to find um, the most control in his life. It's kind of a rundown towny bar. He works with a a lot of regulars. And one evening, these kids from Tulane who are there drinking are in the background and starting to like stir a bunch of trouble. And these, these kids... Um, one of them leaves leaves their phone after this really big fight and Will takes the phone home. Army Hammer takes this home and presuming its owner will return for it the next day and then things start to get really weird after that. Okay, the story didn't bother me so much as, what's her name, Dakota um, Johnson. Johnson. Yeah. Dakota Johnson's character, which and she plays a pretty big role in this film, so she plays Will's partner live-in girlfriend and she's so incredibly one-dimensional and I feel like her purpose is just to walk around in underwear in the kitchen Mm -hmm. her character could have added so much more to this film and I feel like she's done 50 shades of gray and so this is now they just kind of threw her in and they didn't she didn't really do much with this character except she went from being like when she became disturbed it got more it got more interesting there were a couple scenes like when she she, was just the girlfriend that was mad yeah it was really annoying it was really annoying (laughs) and then and it got a little bit better when she got crazy but some of the scenes that i appreciated though were the one dude his friend who gets in the fight yeah he was my favorite part of the film. It's really good. And so this is where they compare it to to Cronenberg, where his makeup over a period of days starts getting more and more grotesque. And it has the Cronenberg feel of there's clearly this entity yeah. that's coming in and out of things. And to me, that's where I was pulled in. Oh, yeah. Super creepy part of the movie. Yeah. But the movie as a whole was like two stars for me. But yeah. it was more of like the horror elements, I think, personally, were worth watching. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had given it like two and a half stars. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I think if, that's what like the average rating is like two. Oh, and a half. really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's kind of like it's not something I'm necessarily going to try to watch again, although I would watch it again. And my what I had written was that like I liked the tension building and the yeah. bugs and the gaping hole. And he was pretty good in it. <laughs> yeah. He was I, pretty good in it. I, yeah. I, it kept. What I was surprised about it, this is what I remember, is that it kept my attention. It did. <laughs> I, was, I was like surprised by that because the script isn't. I mean, I, I agree with your assessment yeah. so so i ended up seeing uh winnie the pooh blood and honey Oh jesus okay yeah how was it 
for I will I will tell you. Let me let me remind folks what's going on here. So this is a 2023 <laughs> slasher film called Winnie the Pooh: Blood and Honey, and it's after Christopher Robin abandons them for college. Pooh and Piglet embark on a bloody rampage as they search for a new source of food. Let me just, from my own experience with this movie, that is basically how it starts. You get Christopher Robin grows up. Yeah. It's as if, like, you know, he grew up and he goes away to college. Which, to Pooh, that is a horror movie. And, like, Pooh and Piglet are pissed. Yeah. So it's basically an abandonment slasher. Mm. See, that's what I'm worried. I don't want to feel sad watching this. Oh, you won't. Okay. So but is Pooh and- like so mean? Pooh and Piglet are like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yes. Maybe yes. I'll like it. I, I think you might. It's dark. It's gritty. Like a Texas Chainsaw, like any kind of brutal Jason-esque, Michael-esque killers. There's no personality there. There's no there's the motivation that you you decide it's an abandonment drama where Christopher Robin left them and they got mad and became stone cold psychopaths and they're in a poo and piglet suits so these are men in poo and poo piglet, and piglet suits. <laughs> but i will tell you that the gore is woo hello yeah. hello gore hello killing hello brutality I mean, I gave it three stars with a heart. Like, I like this movie. I would watch it again. I mean, three stars is a solid rating for me. It would have to be, okay. like, unique or something different for me to, to like, do it higher. But, like, movies don't have to be new and different. I thought it was good. <laughs> I liked it. I enjoyed the ride. It was gory and grotesque and horrific. And there are screaming women getting <laughs> slashed and by poo yeah by poo and, and piglet. piglet yep they have slightly different you know things that they do because you know poo and piglet are different and uh mm-hmm. yeah wow and it's all christopher robin's fault well yeah, i mean fuck him for growing up yeah fuck him for leaving us here to the you know backwater backwoods mm-hmm. survival they got to eat Thanks a lot, Chris. So they're eating people. Thanks a lot. Damn it. What Jesus else did you Christ. see? I finally got around to Infinity Pool. Oh, okay. Clearly I'm on a Cronenberg. I was on a Cronenberg type of thing. <laughs> You're on a ketchup trail oh, too. Oh man, I wanted to like this more. Mm. I wanted to like it more. I think I um, did too, honestly. I I it's not that I had a lot of stock in this film. It was more so like, you know, I I, I liked everybody in it. Oh yeah, that that was the thing I loved about this is the performances. And um I I like the Cronenberg, you know, father son. Sure. If anybody doesn't know what it is, came out in 2023. It's a science fiction horror film written and directed by Brandon Cronenberg, starring Alexander Skarsgård, Mia Goth, and Cleopatra Coleman. The film follows a struggling writer and his wife on vacation who after an accident discover the country's dark culture. I can, it, it had a a feeling of films that have been done before where Americans go to a foreign country. They are naive in the sense that everybody lives like they do. People take advantage of that innocence. And the next thing you know, they're imprisoned in some way, shape or form. And then it turns into eyes wide shut. 
and then it gets really gory and then he does a series of really weird shit and then it ends and it visually beautiful i thought i thought that it was shot really well i think the acting was as good as what they were given mia goth played herself i still want to see her outside of this role you mean the psychopath yeah i think she's really great but i want to see her do more so I was kind of tired of seeing her again in that role. So I, was, I think that jaded me a little bit. It was okay. Yeah, I've, I said very similar things yeah, it was when okay. I talked about it. Cinematography, acting, amazing. Yep. I like the trippy shit a little bit more than you do usually. So I knew that you weren't, you know, that that part wasn't going to really. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so, I will say the some of the trippy shit, like after he, you know, when they, when they make this, I'm not giving anything away because it's in the trailer, when they, essentially make his, you know, his clone or whatever, yeah. that those parts were cool. Again, visually, I think that was really cool and trippy, but I, I would just want to see Mia Goth do something different because I love her so much. Yeah, and if you like what she does, meaning us be a psychopath, like she's doing in that trilogy with X and everything, then you're going to love this because she's does she's great that. in it. She, she does, does it that. really well. So if you don't mind and you don't want her to see some, do, do something different, you're going to love it. <laughs> But yeah, like I had given it two and a half stars, meaning that I enjoyed the watch for those reasons, but like I wouldn't sit down and watch it again kind of thing. So I get it. Another movie that I saw that I don't think we have reviewed before is called, it's new-ish. It's called Leave. Well, it was from 2022, but it just came onto Shutter in March, I think. It's called Leave. And I was really intrigued by this. It's a horror thriller uh, a young woman tries to find her origins after having been abandoned as an infant at a cemetery wrapped in a cloth with satanic symbols. But as she gets closer to answers, a malevolent spirit is telling her to leave. So now, doesn't that sound delightful? Oh, yes. It was not. Oh. It was so fucking boring. Oh, and it's Norwegian, and I really usually I know, those like are usually Scandinavian. Really good. Yeah. Horror is really very much up my alley. And now... Granted, Scandinavian horror is definitely more sort of sedate, insidious, atmospheric, slow burn, creeps into your guts kind of vibe, usually. Mm -hmm. So I was prepared for that. I just, ugh, I wasn't prepared to be bored. That sucks. I know, man. I hate that. I know. And sometimes uh, you'll take a risk, too, on something because you're, like, hopeful that it might be cool, which is the next movie I'm going to talk about. <laughs> and I'm like, wah, 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 Yeah, so we're ending on the ones where we're like, eh. Yeah, like, I gave it one star because I think, I mean, it's not that it didn't have good elements to it. There were a couple of, like, moments. But, man, that premise. Oof. Oh, well. Well, this last one was one of the worst I've seen in a couple of years. Oh, sweet. So, because with Wounds Woo. and Infinity Pool, I, I hold those at higher, you know, I'm like, I didn't yeah, hate them. Bad film. Yeah, they weren't right. bad films. And they're also in a very different caliber than this piece of shit. Mm. So I watched a movie, came out this year, 2023, called Spoon Spoonful of Sugar. I've seen it. Oh, a disturbed babysitter experiences a sexual awakening while using LSD to treat a seemingly sick child from a family with dark secrets. This was a lifetime movie. <laughs> yeah. With a woman upset with the other woman for screwing her husband. It was more about this affair and the fucked upness of the younger woman 
there was no horror in this. Mm-mm. There was no science fiction or action or anything that would even put it remotely close to this category. It was just fucking weird and boring. <laughs> there was a lot of sex in it. <laughs> which, which, if that's what I'm going in to watch, fine. I'm not offended by it, but I wanted horror. Oh, yeah. And it was just so bad. The <laughs> acting was bad. The plot line was bad. It was like I was watching a movie on Lifetime. I thought it was kind of an essay on like caregiving with a side of like psychology and psychopathy is what I wrote to myself. Mm. It was like sexy. There was lots of sex scenes. There was some violence, obviously. I felt like there was a lot of subtext, but I did feel like they were doing kind of a discussion on on caregiving and and men's like men's desire being like uncontrollable and evil. Like the men were very one dimensional in that way. And there was this like, talk about a mother projection. There was a massive mother projection. I thought there was some psychological elements that were interesting. So I I I just, I didn't hate it like you did. Yeah. I didn't, didn't care for that. Cool. So let's get some answers to our, um, don't have a thousand creative Shannon's face. She's like, yeah, whatever the hell that was. <laughs> Which '90s movie uh, horror movie won three Academy Awards? Mm, was um, Silence of the Lambs in the '90s? It was, but it wasn't it. But it wasn't that. Scream. Bram Stoker's Dracula. Oh, <laughs> I think for it makeup. Won, I'm I, assuming I think it was makeup. Gary Oldman possibly, and I can't imagine it got Something best else. film, but maybe director. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, we th- don't care about what they got the awards for, just that they got him. What was Freddy Krueger's name before he died? Oh, yeah. What are my choices? Springwood Mutilator, Springwood Killer, or Springwood Slasher? Slasher. Yes. <laughs> what occupational field developed the electric chair? Construction? Dentistry. Ah, oh, Z- no. Z- Z- no. I have to go to the dentist next week. No. Scary. Oh, I went last week. <laughs> Just for cleaning, though. Uh, same. On average, a drunk driver will drive this many times before their first arrest. Wow. Well, I want to overshoot it, but I don't know. 60? You're close. 80. Okay. I was yeah. going to say 120. <laughs> so I was going to. So, okay. All right. My guess 80. is they just get sloppier and sloppier the well, more they get away Well, that makes sense. It, right? Yeah. That makes sense. Because of all the times you do it when you're a teenager. Yeah. And- um, the type of chili, pe- this type of chili pepper is so hot. It could kill you by causing anaphylactic shock, burning your airways and closing them up. A ghost pepper. It's actually called a dragon's breath chili pepper. Jesus. Yeah. That's pepper- scary, man. Ghost pepper is really hot. So I can't imagine something hotter than that, but. I can't either, but I had a feeling it would be something that like I'd never heard of before just yeah. because like it probably isn't in dragon's breath. Chili pepper. <laughs> Don't have dragon's breath, breath, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for listening. You're this welcome. Has been an- <laughs> you took for, a pause. So I didn't know if you were waiting. Showing up. I didn't know if you were waiting me, for me to respond. <laughs> I was. Okay. I really needed to feel not a, so alone there. Thanks everybody for listening. This has been an episode of Terror Talk. My name is Shannon, and I'm Kathy. Sleep safe, everyone.